Hello, beautiful, happy listeners. Welcome back to another episode of the podcast. Today, I am talking about periods. I plan on talking about all the stages of the cycle for people who bleed, who have wounds. And this is the period section, so I have some tips and resources that I really love. Fair warning, I was inspired, called to suddenly record while I was on a walk. I was sitting by a creek, and so there is a big gust of wind that comes, and if that is a trigger for you, if you're highly sensitive to sounds, feel free to just skip ahead to the four-minute mark on the episode. One other thing that I forgot to mention is the healing power of music. I am about to approach my moon time, and right now I am loving so many female vocals. I really only love listening to um, really feminine, girly songs, and I am making a playlist right now for the music that I feel like hearing, which of course has a Lana, a lot of, a lot of Lana Del Rey, but also some other beautiful, um, really sultry, yearning highly feminine songs and I will be sharing that playlist as well in my stories when this episode comes out so stay tuned for that and yeah thank you so much for being here this episode might be a little weird for my male listeners for those who don't love talking about bodies super openly but I encourage you to try it especially if it freaks you out and um as I talk about in the episode, letting go of shame is such an important part of healing our period. So that's what I'm doing in this episode. So please enjoy, get cozy. If this is your moon time, I hope you're wrapped in a warm blanket with a heating pad and a beverage that you love. And thank you for being here. everyone welcome back to the happy little things podcast a little corner that i have created where i share all the little things that are lighting me up in life from a mushroom coconut creamer in my coffee to a really beautiful facial tool or an oil or a special little elixir bar that i've visited all the things that when life feels hard or growth feels hard or even when things are sort of neutral that bring color and joy and celebration to life and no matter what we're going through we can always find a cute recipe online and maybe modify it and make it gluten-free and dairy-free and go out and buy the ingredients and pour ourselves a beautiful tonic or make a sparkly mocktail and play a audiobook and make a delicious dinner and these are the little things that are in our control and that have gotten me through the last few years of darkness and still continue to excite me even as things are good now and and things are lightening up so I also am very passionate about wellness about trying to always do whatever we can to feel our best. Um, I remember Marky Mark Wahlberg said something about that, that he'll try anything. I think he was talking about how he does cryo and he does all these sort of um, 
top wellness things and I'm the same way I'm it's always about feeling as good as I possibly can so one of the things that I am loving right now is the art of cycle syncing so if you are someone who has a womb who is in the stage of life where you are menstruating um, and getting you know getting your period every month there's a whole and this is new to somewhat new to me which is it's wild that we're not taught this but you know there's a whole month of phases other than just our period and um, there are four stages four phases the follicular the um, ovulation phase the luteal and then menstruation and there are ways to thrive and during all those phases even during your period you know it's very common to have a very difficult painful period and to feel really bad in the weeks leading up to it which full disclosure that's where I am at right now you know feeling very sort of down emotional tender also noticing things that are out of alignment and don't feel good you know at sort of a heightened volume um, you know, lower energy, all of that. And knowing that, first of all, that that is very common in the luteal phase. And then also that there are ways to tend to yourself during each phase of the cycle, um, is really, is really empowering in my opinion. So today I'm going to talk a little bit about that, specifically about the menstrual phase. And I think I'm going to do like I'm going to focus on every bit depending where I'm at. So I'm going to record, you know, live from the phase of my cycle that I'm experiencing. Um, But today I'm actually talking about my period because the last one that I had, I took notes on what was feeling, um, what was feeling true and felt like it wanted to be shared and also just some resources about you know healing your hormones and attuning with your cycles and improving at every stage of the month one resource that i am loving for this content is paige lindgren so she has an instagram she makes youtube shorts i know she's on tiktok as well um and she just shares ways to eat and move during each phase of your cycle and then overall hormone balancing for um, the female body. And yeah, there are a lot of wonderful resources. I know Elisa Vidi is also great. I don't totally relate to her aesthetic and like personality as much, which is fine. Um, this feels like a much more gentle approach. There's also healthy honey on Instagram. Um, and then there is the app that I use called, I'm just looking right now, it's called MyFlow. And that is an app where you can, um, it is just a period tracking app, but it also gives you little tips for each stage of your cycle. Um, so those are my recommendations. Before I hop in, I'm just going to share a little bit about the things that I am loving right now. Um I am loving this apothecary by where I'm living in Denver called Apothecary Tinctura. And it is a wonderland for anyone who loves herbs. And they make these beautiful little hand-rolled CBD um, cigarettes. And I have loved 
walking around with one of those um, the one I love right now has lavender skullcap mullein blue lotus CBD um, I love smoking I love smoke I love um, you know burning sacred smokes and just the way it makes me feel I feel like it really balances out actually my Ayurvedic doshas smoke feels like a really lovely mix of the element of fire and air that really balances me out um also from an astrological standpoint as someone who has double earth and water in my big three so um it feels like a nice balance and I have been loving all the amazing mushroom coffees I've had all over the place um yesterday I made my own with this layered creamer that's delicious and sweetened with coconut sugar and has reishi and I went for a walk with a thermos um, along the creek and found this really beautiful, peaceful little area. It's actually where I'm sitting right now, um, just along Cherry Creek. And it is beautiful and it just snowed and I am earthing, but my butt is getting really cold. So I might have to uh, wrap this up and, and record part two. We'll see how I do. But um, those are the things I'm loving most right now. And now let's talk about periods. So if you are someone who menstruates, this is for you. If you're someone who, um, unfortunately, you know, in this capitalistic culture, we often have to go to work and have to deal with normal life when we're dealing with intense cramps and sadness and often nausea. I know that's something I experience and it's just not fair. Um, and at the same time, I do believe that there is a path and I'm on that path towards having more peaceful periods. But these, these are the things that I'm doing right now as someone who, especially on the first day of my period, I get a lot of pain and nausea and I just feel like I need to be completely alone. So the number one thing for me is lying down. So being horizontal, having a heating pad on my lower back, um, that's where I really feel the need for it. Um, listening to my hunger or lack thereof. So this is especially for the luteal phase. It's very common for your hunger to like skyrocket and to always listen to your hunger, hunger signals. And then for me on the first day of my period, I like have no hunger. And I think it's because of the nausea and all that. So just listening to those cues, not forcing anything, um, I will take these amazing pills called cramp relief that have cramp bark and wild yam and I've tried a lot of natural support for cramps and this is the only one that works. They have actually transitioned from pills to a tincture. Um, but yeah, I can also link that in the show notes, the one that I use that I love. Um, because I have been loving taking long walks. So usually I would just avoid all movement. But if I feel like I want to go on a long walk, what is essential for me is that I don't feel the need to people please and be friendly. This is definitely much easier in Scandinavia than in the States, especially out here in the West where it's like really expected that you're smiling and saying hi to everyone that walks by, um, which is just not really how I like to do things, honestly, as a Capricorn and someone who's trying to practice authenticity and emotional honesty. So the last time I went on a walk um, and I felt the call to, I was in Scandinavia still 
and I put on sunglasses, a hoodie, and a scarf so that like all my sense, oh, and I put in my ear pods or earbuds. Um, so all my senses were sort of sealed. I didn't look up at anyone. I didn't, um, pretend that I was in a good mood. I let myself really be serious and somber. And my belief about that in my experience as someone who has healed from both from chronic illness and from people pleasing, and I think they're totally linked, is the energy that it takes to smile at someone when you don't feel like it is energy that is being taken away from the healing that your body's trying to do. Sort of like what people say about fasting, that sometimes taking the energy away from digesting food allows that energy to go to other organs to heal. Um, the other thing is like, you know, if you're feeling really down on the, on the weeks leading up and during your period, part of that for sure, you know, do the hormone balancing. But the other thing is like not gaslighting yourself and knowing that a lot of times things will kind of come to a head around this time. And, um, you know, in ancient times, the women of the tribe would let themselves really f- feel and experience the pain and the things that felt off and out of alignment that needed to be purged and detoxed in the tribe and in interpersonal relations. And they were listened to for their wisdom instead of saying, oh, you're PMSy. Oh, it's that time of the month. Oh, you're bitchy. They were able to feel at a heightened level, everything that was out of alignment. And by sharing that, or even just, you know, I think in the context of, at least for me in my personal life, like really noticing um, what feels off and what feels painful. Um, For me, it always relates back to, am I being, am I centering myself? Am I feeling what I need to feel and giving myself what I need to feel? Or am I leaving my body, abandoning myself to perceive what's going on around me and alter my behaviors to try to find safety by pleasing other people? those things become tend to be the main thing that I notice and um, to listen to that and not gaslight myself and really feel the pain being soft you know the themes of gentle grace indulgence those feel very important so if I want to skip yoga if I want if I'm in so much pain and the only thing that feels like comfort is scrolling through my phone at content that feels nice watching movies taking naps reading fluffy books um no capricorn rigidity or rules during this first day of the period um and often that'll you know lessen as the day goes by it's the same thing if you go to work if you're you know if you're in food service and you have your period and you're in excruciating pain not forcing yourself to be the ultimate customer service you know smiley ray of sunshine fake whatever and that's been amazing at the coffee shop where I work that everyone's very authentic and emotionally honest. And so, you know, not taking the energy to like, hi, how are you? What can I do for you? But, you know, being polite, getting your job done, um, but nothing more than that. And instead really, really letting yourself express in a way that's authentic and not overusing your energy. Um, those things feel very important from a food standpoint this is where it's interesting so from a cycle sinking standpoint the day of your period the first day and actually all the days that you bleed 
you are supposed to have warming foods. And this is where intuition comes in because I have always felt best when I have cooling foods. Like the last period on the first day when I got it, the only thing I could eat all day was there's this ice cream brand and the only ingredients are raw honey, coconut cream, bananas, and strawberries. That's it. It's like a frozen smoothie. I put that in the blender with some more coconut milk and it the cool the way it cooled me was very comforting it helped with the nausea and that was all I was able to eat all day Um, I could only sort of sip water here and there Um, ideally for the other days of the period I would have like a beef stew um, nice bone broth uh, stir fries things like that that are grounding and warming but Again, these are always just guidelines and the invitation is always to see what works for you. Um, And I think the final thing I'll say about periods is to get curious about how you can release shame around it. I don't know if this would have a direct correlation with pain or you know, I, I know some people say that it's all about this and I don't know about that. I'm a grounded Capricorn. I'm not sure it's possible that the pain that so many of us have has to do with patriarchy. And I definitely think it has to do with this thing of abandoning our authenticity, whether it's pretending to be super happy or it's pushing and going to work or going to a workout. But I think on a grander scale, just like letting go of the shame we feel that people make us feel about bleeding and some practices that I've loved are going out into nature and bleeding into, into the earth, um, and noticing that those are connected and how, you know, menstrual blood is full of, um, stem cells and is so nourishing for the earth. And there was this native American prophecy that said that when all you know, women or people who bleed start to bleed into the earth again, the earth will not need like blood sacrifices from war. That basically the earth craves blood. And I know that's super esoteric and far out, but I do think there's something very powerful about women feeling like they can bleed, you know, don't do it like in a local park, but going into the woods and doing that and maybe covering it up after. Um, I know when I took a shamanic workshop they even mentioned you know doing that as a womb healing ceremony and that women who don't bleed anymore or people who don't bleed anymore can offer um like a beautiful expensive high quality red wine to the earth um and just that that earthy feeling and yeah talking about it sharing your needs allowing others to show up for you I know that was something that was always an edge for me was, you know, I had a wonderful neighbor upstairs who was a midwife and I would ask her, you know, if she was going grocery shopping to get me things. Um, But to just feel comfortable to ask that from a partner, for people, from people around you, um, to be in that receiving mode, to be, to, to, to take away the focus of being a giver and to be a receiver instead and be really just being really emotionally, energetically honest. Um, yeah, so that's everything I'll say today. I know that I've been sharing these little mini-sodes more. And um, for me, it's really just about which, what feels authentic. So recording when it feels authentic, sharing the amount that feels authentic. 
and um yeah it's just a beautiful journey it is definitely it's feeling slow lately it's feeling like I'm looking for sometimes for validation from listens and follows and I recently had a wonderful coaching session um, with someone who had been doing work and sharing her medicine in her own way, which was really more about Instagram and sharing, you know, spiritual content for years and years and years. And then basically she shared a post and said that she doesn't care about, you know, having a lot of followers, even if 10 people like a post, it's 10 people who she could have helped. And the next day she went viral and went from like 300 followers to like almost I think like maybe 40,000 within a month um so that has been medicine for me to really get back to that place that feels good of allowing organic growth and just putting this out as medicine for myself first and foremost um and trusting that what feels good to me as always is the best for the collective what feels good in my soul is what is good for everyone so that's all I'll share today. Thank you so much for being here. If you feel like giving me some love and support, I would love to um, receive a follow on Instagram on my page, which is at Happy Little Things Podcast. Um, sorry, Happy Little Things Pod, and that will of course be in the show notes. Um, you can leave me a five-star rating. If you feel like going extra and you have Apple Podcasts, you can leave me a little review. Even a sentence would be a huge help. Um, I haven't gotten reviews in quite a while, so that would feel like a really nice little burst of energy that is being directed at this project. And that is all I'll share today. Have a lovely, lovely day wherever you are, and I'm sending you so much love and appreciation. <laughs>